Welcome to Grape Minds, a wine-centric podcast where two wine-loving friends take a look beyond what's in the glass. We also explore the stories, the culture, and the history behind the wine. I'm Julie Glenn. And we drink a little wine while we're doing it. I'm Gina Birch. Valentine's weekend approaches, and we are filled with all things love. From romance to those cute little puppies to chocolate to food to wine. You know, we all love different things, right? Yeah, who doesn't love wine? Mm -hmm. You know, I know that you know me, Gina, and you know that I am the most annoyingly loyal person that you can ever find. Like, I'm kind of that guy. Yeah, you and know? That's, that's, that's not a bad thing. We that's, know how you stand. That's, everybody knows where I'm at. So... That being said, I am not a cheater. It's a lot, way too much work, too much stuff yeah. to keep up with. And while I am married, there is one that I do call my boyfriend, mm -hmm. Dal Forno Amarone. Oh. I mean, how could one not love this wine? That is such a great wine. You know, I remember you and I were at a, uh, a trade tasting mm -hmm. one year. And I think you almost knocked four people over when you saw that on the table. It's like, let me throw the seas parted. And you see Julie diving at the table with her open glass going, get me, get me. That's when years <laughs> of experience in the mosh pit yeah. at the outhouse in it Kansas <laughs> came in handy. I was but throwing elbows. I'm like, excuse me. Uh, you don't normally do that for $300 bottles of wine, though. <laughs> yeah, well, this is a yeah mosh pit. No, mm -hmm. um, so this is a $350 retail bottle of wine. It's wonderful. It's from near the city of Verona, the city mm -hmm. of love, where Romeo and Juliet was set. Um, and, it, of course, his baby brother is definitely nothing to sneeze at, the Valpolicello Superior. Mm -hmm. It's way cheaper at around $100. Um, and I only know these luscious wines because I used to sell them, and then whenever I'd go to trade tastings, I'd be able to try them. It's not because mm -hmm. I'm a billionaire. So, yeah, that's uh, my boyfriend, and it's a long-distance romance for financial reasons. Well, you know, and it's okay if you do spend money on that. I, I look when I when I think about spending money, like on a bottle of wine, I look at it uh, like a plane ticket. Okay, well, this is my plane ticket to California. Am I going to put it in a bottle? Or am I going to put it in a pair of shoes? Mm -hmm. You know, because those are things that I like. I like shoes. I like wine. I like travel. So uh, that's so. If you you spend a couple bought a couple bottles for three fifty, no one's going to hate you. Yeah, my bank account might, well, and uh, my car payments might be a little delayed. Sorry. <laughs> you do have great <laughs> shoes, though. I gotta Thank say, you. it's um, one of my loves. Speaking of Valentine's Day, yeah, you you're good at the shoe. You have and you wear them really well. Well, I haven't worn many because of the pandemic, so I'm afraid when I put some of them back on my feet, I might not be able to walk <laughs> as well. Might need to do some practice runs down my uh, get them stretched out. You yeah. have like a wide foot because yeah. you've been so flat-footed. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, Amarone is a unique wine. It's from, uh, as I said, near Verona in uh, north central Italy. And it is uh, unique because they take the grapes, they dry them out, and then squish them and make mm -hmm. wine out of it. So you got a really concentrated flavor, very concentrated. I mean, I don't want to say pruney, but I want to say more of a, a reduced fruit. Well, you know, sometimes uh, it's raisiny, right? Like yeah. I can smell it and I can taste it. And uh, But don't let that turn you off because you're not drinking raisin juice. It's no. just one of the characteristics of Amarone. If you haven't uh, had any in a while or haven't even tried it, it's one definitely to jump into. It's great with food, salty cheeses, salty meats. You, did I ever tell you about the time my dad came home with raisin pie? 
Oh God. Yeah. Nobody ate it. It was sick. It was so <laughs> I don't even know why anybody Who makes that. raisin I've never heard of raisin pie. Well, it was, um, they ran out of dried fruits, whoever was making anything. it. It was sick. it was so wrong. But my dad was like, Oh, I thought it'd be different. I'm like, Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's different than the trash. <laughs> and you could take the rest back with you, Dad. Love you. So anyway, I say the baby brother, the Valpolo Cello Ripasso, mm-hmm. that is usually that what they do there is they take uh, the musts from the Amarone grapes and then they make more wine from other grapes and then pass that over the leftover musts of the Amarone. Mm-hmm. And that's how you get the baby brother of the um, the Amarone. So right. It's, it's called Valpolicella Rivasso. So Valpolicella is the region. Right. And if you see it on the menu, baby Amarone, now you understand why it's called baby Amarone. Yeah. Although it's no baby, man. It's pretty no. solid. Mm-mm. It's it's a big baby. It's got some muscles. That baby's been <laughs> breastfeeding for a while. <laughs> you know, we're talking about wines and 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 uh and Valentine's Day. I'm, I'm going to throw out a couple of reds. You know, red is is the signature color for Valentine's Day, and I do have some all time favorites. But for this show, I want to talk. I, I'm going to throw out a couple of new ones that I've tried recently that are just really kind of dreamy to me. And um, one of them is a Pinot Noir from Gary Farrell. Now Gary Farrell. Um, if you're familiar with the winery, they have some beautiful single vineyard Pinots. I mean, they really do some nice Pinot Noirs. But I uh, I tried the 2018, the newest release from the Russian River Valley. And this one is kind of like a flagship. It's a blend of a lot of the different vineyards in, in Russian River instead of, like we said, like said a single vineyard. Mm-hmm. And this has um, some grapes from Roccioli and Bacigalupi and some of these that are really uh, held in high esteem, some of these. And it's... Um, it just had this great red fruit, and it was a little bit floral and a little bit herbal, and it had some nice acid and good tannins. And so um, when I have Russian River, River Valley, did you get that kind of s'moresy effect? Every time I have a Russian River Valley Pinot Noir, I kind of get like a marshmallowy cooked kind of like a candy backbone or, to it. Mm, you know, like in the back, melted. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about, but I cannot. Let me think about that. I don't know because a lot of times. I'll get some caramel and mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. we're, but, but the burnt marshmallow is just a slight bit different. That's a different, uh, and it's got that little smoky element to mm-hmm. it as well that, than the, the caramel. I, I may possibly, but this one was a really good value for 45 bucks. You know, some Pinot Noirs, you, I, I think you get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of the cheap ones to me are just cheap. You know, they just don't, they don't have the panache yeah, that some of the other ones have. So is Gary Farrell related to Perry Farrell? Of Jane's Addiction. Um, I don't know. Maybe we should ask. I, mm. I don't think so. But it rhymes. It does. <laughs> <laughs> and his wine could be an addiction. <laughs> it could be. I also had a, a, a new one from, well, it's not a new one, but it's it was a new vintage for me from uh, Colcita Creek, and that's in Washington. Um, I think Cabernet is always a good bet for Valentine's Day because uh, one of the characteristics for some of the cabs are, is that cherry. And you th- I think of cherry and dark chocolate and ba-bam! You know, that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a nice little combination. Um, so this one, though, it's it's just, it's one of those nice, luscious cabs. It's a high score. There are a couple of years that it got 100 points in Wine Spectator. Um, they, they consistently make great uh, Cabernet. They're dedicated to Cabernet. And the 2017, it was 93% Cab, I believe, and had a little splash of Merlot and a little splash of Cab Franc in there. Um, 
I wish I would have had a second bottle. I guess I can go buy a second bottle to age because this is one that's going to age. But after I let it open for a little while and let it breathe for about an hour or so, it just had these lovely blue fruits and those red fruits. And it was just a really nice treat. And it's in the $70. It's about $70. And um, to me, it's worth every penny of it. This would be like a special occasion or, I don't know, Valentine's Day kind of That's wine. That's exactly maybe, Valentine's right? Day wine. That totally makes sense. You know, a lot of people, I think that... I think Mother's Day is the biggest flower day of the year, but I mm-hmm. think Valentine's Day is not far behind. No, you know, I, I don't know the statistics. I get emailed those kind of things all the time. Hey, did you know that this state sells the most roses in this state? And I just, I don't know. I don't, yeah, well, I think there's I've one seen... brain cell that has remained in my head that tells me <laughs> that Mother's Day is the big flower day, but Valentine's Day is like number two only to mothers. But um, we thought we'd make a little riff on that and put together a bouquet of a dozen roses. That you might want to try if you want to go pink instead of red for Mm -hmm. Valentine's Day. So, Gina, hit me with your first not obvious selection. (laughs) (laughs) Well, send nudes. I mean, come on. Send (laughs) nudes is the name of the wine. And it's from the folks at Slow Down Wines in um, Sonoma. I think they're, I I know. St. Louis Obispo. St. Louis Obispo. Yeah, the SLO, St. Louis Obispo. That's why I remember. But I think. Some of their wines come, well, they comes from different places. Like oh, they have one yeah. called Slow Jams in, in the, it's a Sauvignon Blanc. It comes from Washington State. Oh, okay. uh, but this particular rosé, they, they source grapes from Sonoma, uh, Pinot Noir, small batch. They don't make very much of it. And it looks like it's scrawled on with, with a, like a Sharpie on there that said Sin Nudes. Mm-hmm. And then you turn the back over and you can see through the label and it says Real Beauty Lies Within. And I just love the packaging, and the wine is really good. I mean, it looks like it's fun and silly, uh, but you crack that bottle open, and it's like, wow, this is some good stuff. These are the same folks that make sexual chocolate, which... (laughs) <laughs> you know, come on, send nudes and sexual chocolate. Let's That's a great combo. Sexual chocolate might also be a good selection if you're going back into the red world for a uh, Valentine's wine yeah. because it's, you know, not subtle. Right. No, know? it's a nice blend. It used to be a Zen-based. Now I think it's more <laughs> Syrah-based. And the name is not subtle either. And, of no. course, that's based on the um, Coming to America movie. Eddie Murphy. That Eddie, And, you know, I think there's another one coming out. Yes, yes. Yeah. But the band that he was in was Sexual Chocolate. Yeah. So, anyway, Send Nudes is one of my rosé picks. They, it has just been released uh, and it and it sells out quickly. So if you can get your hands on some, definitely do it. It's always there's so many rosés out there that have quirky, weird little things. I saw one called White Girl Rosé. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was like, really? Come on. <laughs> and I, I tried it, and it was okay. And it came with a giant straw. And it's right. Just, okay. Well, there some of them, and they're okay, but they're not good. But this Send Nudes, as kitschy as it is and as funny as it is, is actually a very good wine. It's a substantial. I also like uh, the Thomas Jefferson uh, Sparkling Rosé. Um, this is a Cremant de Lemieux. It's from the Languedoc region of France. And I thought, hey, you know, this is Valentine's Day. It's also President's Day weekend. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. why don't we combine the two and Thomas Jefferson and... This one, um, it's French. I, I picked a lot of French wines for mine, but it's mostly Chardonnay. It's got some Chenin Blanc and Blanc and some Pinot Noir, and it's like, um, like strawberry toast. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's nice and fizzy, and it's just a, a really lovely and affordable uh, sparkler from France. It really is. It's not really terribly hard to track down. And it's also a fun one because you get to talk about Thomas Jefferson, who loved wine more than any other leader of the free world. And he had a large collection from Lemieux, Lemieux. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, another one that I love is Chimney Rock. 
I don't think that leaves the vineyard. I think you've got to buy it online or be part of the club. But this is a Cab Franc, and it is so dark. It almost looks like cranberry juice. Mm-hmm. And I just it, and it's in the law, a tall, like an Alsatian wine bottle. And um, it's just so pretty. When when I see it, it kind of makes me like, ooh, I can't wait to get into that one. Mm-hmm. And it's, again, Cap Franc, it's a, it's a substantial rosé. It's not one of those flimsy, flabby ones. Mm-hmm. Um, around the corner from Chimney Rock in California, you got Elizabeth Spencer. And I love visiting that winery. I think it's just adorable. They've got I've this little garden outside. And their rosé, again, they don't make a whole lot of it. And it's, it's definitely allocated. I don't know how much goes out into... Uh, the world for regular sales. Uh, this might be one you have to order directly. That's how I get it. It's Grenache. Um, it's dry. It's got some tropical fruits to it. And um, it's definitely one to sit outside and drink in in the warm weather and also have with food too. Another direct-to-consumer um, straight from the winery rosé, I think they run out of it every year, is Arnott Roberts. That one mm. uh, gets all kinds of high marks. I don't I think they might be distributing a little bit of it because they may be making more, but don't quote me on that. But um, it may be a little late to get those direct from the, uh, you know, winery things for St. Valentine's Day being on the 14th. However, one of the things I uncovered looking up St. Valentine's Day, you know, there are a bunch of different St. Valentine's. I did not know that. Yeah. There's one. I thought there was only one dude. There's many. There are like, I think, a dozen St. Valentine's. Is there a girl in there too? There is one, Valentina. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, there's a female St. Valentina. and. They, Valentine was like a really popular name between the 2nd and the 8th centuries. Oh, I didn't know that. Believe it or not. So, therefore, we had, you know, a higher percentage of mm-hmm. saints named Valentine. It's kind of weird how that worked out. Yeah. It really went out of favor. I have never met anybody named Valentine. Valentine. Valentina. I think I've known a Valentina, right? Yeah. I think I've known a Valentina. Oh, yeah. Female. Valentina. Yeah. yeah, I can see that for sure. So, Okay. Back oh. to France. Yeah. Charles Juget, 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 mm. Chinon Rosé. Ooh, Chinon. Mm. Buddy, that's Cab Franc, Cab Franc country. <laughs> did, I, did I tickle your taste buds with the Cab Franc from Chimney Rock? Yeah, well, Cab Franc is, it makes a really good rosé. Mm-hmm. And that Charles Juget, Juget, I don't remember if it's a hard or a soft G, Chinon Rosé is super good. And the label is extra cute. It's kind mm-hmm. of like a vintage, you know, belly pock style yeah. label and I really like it but the wine is wonderful and another one this is also imported by uh, Kermit Lynch if you're looking at French ones imports from Kermit Lynch tend to be uh, hard to lose on I agree he, he brings in a Terra Brune Bandol Rosé which is salmon in color very strawberry aromas with Mouvedre Grenache and Sincel I really love that one every time mm. I get my hands on it that's it a great blend. Out. Yeah, it does sell I mean, out. I love those three grapes together in general, and mm-hmm. to put it in a rosé, it's just, my, my mouth is watering a little bit. I know. Bit. I really, now I really want Tara Brune, <laughs> It's a It's a great one. I love that one. Um, and then also there's, in uh, still in France, Chêne Bleu Rosé, mm-hmm. um, Grenache, Syrah, Mouvedre, Sinso, and Roll. We met this winemaker, remember Gina, at a trade tasting a while back? I loved, fell totally in love with this with this rosé. Nicole. Yeah, it's it's a little higher end for a rosé. I think it's around 40. It's maybe? like around 40 bucks, yeah. Yeah. It's not cheap, but it's very good. But and she makes some other great red wines, yeah. red blends that have these similar uh blends that you just talked about and like a great Syrah and Grenache. Mm, good stuff. Yeah, she came out of the gate strong with that rosé though, man. That got a lot of people's attention right. and uh people were were living for him for a while. 
Oh, before we um, leave France, which I don't know that we are, um, I forgot. I have a, a, a good rosé from Bordeaux mm-hmm. called Chateau Auguste. And you don't see a lot of Bordeaux rosés in the marketplace. This mm-hmm. one I know is uh, produced with a decent amount of volume that you'll probably be able to find this for, for St. Patrick or St. Patrick's Day. St. Valentine. Well, he's St. Valentine. Get a whatever. case. <laughs> and this is a typical right bank Bordeaux blend. It's got Merlot, Cab, and Cab Franc, and it's... Uh, organic. It's vegan. It looks fresh, and it's uh, it's really affordable too. I think it's it's under twenty. Most of the ones we're talking about, I think, are in the twenty dollar mm-hmm. range. Except for Shin Blue, that one's up yeah, well, that's forty. Yeah. That yeah. one's that one's not inexpensive. And I think Chimney Rock might be a little bit more, but not a whole lot. Yeah, yeah. And then of course you got the bubbly rosés. Mm-hmm. So we are down at number nine. Mm-hmm. So we're getting into the bubbles here, and the one that I really have to suggest, and it's not just because I have the coolest umbrella that is giant and pink from these people. It was some swag from a sales trip. Mm-hmm. Um, Lanson Rosé, Lanson Champagne producer. Mm-hmm. They have an entire, you know, a swath of things. They got all the non-rosés, the sec, demi-sec, all that. But their uh, rosé champagne from Lanson, very, very good. And I think it's on the lower end of the champagne price points. Yep. I mean, it's not cheap by any stretch. I mean, it's still champagne, but it's less expensive than most. Less expensive than the one I'm going to throw out next, and that's Billicart Salmon. It's so delicioso. Va bene. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm saying the wrong language, aren't I? Because it's uh-huh. French, and I just said Italian. Yeah. But actually, we talked to um, the winemaker from this. We did, we? yeah. Yeah. We did. Well, put a link to, to that podcast, and it was just really great. We had tried a bunch of the different ones in the lineup, but... This is the one, when I see this one, when I see this rosé champagne, it's just like, uh, I'm like a dog. I'm like, no, oh, no then you <laughs> then you become the um, Julie heading for Dal Forno, yeah. throwing elbows to get to that on the tasting <laughs> yes, table. Yes, exactly. I know you. I've seen it. I love it. it. It's good stuff, man. <laughs> you have. I've been victimized. It's been pretty. On the way. Awesome. <laughs> okay, and then so way on the lower budget of the bubble spectrum, there's this one called Anna di Codorinu Cava. So this is from Spain. And it's a really beautiful bottle. Oh, to look I love at. this. This just has the word Anna across it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it. just look for Anna. You can find and it almost anywhere. Gosh, it, it's 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 either in a white or a pink bottle or or some of it's both. all covered. It's completely covered in this. Oh uh, man, packaging. it's such a cool pack. I love that. It really stands out on the shelf. It really does. It's just and clean and simple, and it's good. I've had that a couple times. Yes, you can find that retail at around ten dollars a bottle. So wow. it's a really good party wine. So if anybody's having a lonely hearts party for singletons <laughs> on V Day, you got a lot of people that might be looking for more quantity than quality, this is a great way to go because it tastes good and it's mm-hmm. not expensive. So I suggest that for people that want a whole lot of it. Okay. I'm Ten bucks a bottle. <laughs> for people who want a whole lot of it. And you know, and if you mix it in a cocktail, nobody's going to be mad either because you didn't, you, don't, you yeah. spent 10 bucks. You didn't uh, mix um, Billicart's salmon with uh, orange no. juice or no. mango I will, nectar. I will put a fork in your eye if you do that. <laughs> she will break the champagne <laughs> flute and come at your neck. <laughs> Because you do that. <laughs> I have been known. To, well, not really. I think about it, but <laughs> it sounds good in my head. with a champagne yeah. flute. That's the kind of bar brawl we get into. <laughs> but it's such a waste of good champagne and, and nice True. crystal. Why would I do that? Yeah, no. I'm joking. I you know. just take off one of your heels. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, those are deadly, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this one may not be a Valentine rosé, or maybe if you're a little bitter this Valentine's Day. Um, this bitter is a, party of two. Bitter party of two. We all know how Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie's marriage oh, ended. Yeah. But we all also know that they invested heavily in our partners in a rosé wine estate 
in France, which they co-own still with the um, Perrin family, mm-hmm. and they are still cranking out some darn good rosé. It's called Miraval. Right. It's in a cute squatty bottle, so nice presentation. The wine inside is really good, and now that the glossy sheen of celebrity has kind of worn off and we've gotten used to it, that's come down into an affordable price range in the low to mid 20s. And uh, don't they have another they've got a couple of other ones under the label now too and I don't know that it says Miraval but it but it's un, it's they're doing another one too and I'm I, Yeah and I can't they're also um, they're contracting to go up and start doing uh, champagne as well. Not obviously where they are in Provence mm-hmm. but up in Champagne there. Yeah. I don't know if they're getting grapes or what they're doing but I've been I've been I've heard the rumors. You been hearing? I've been hearing around town <laughs> <laughs> that they're going up into the Champagne land. Yeah. So uh, that of course will probably be successful but the Miraval it's a solid wine. And of course we didn't even talk about Whispering Angel and Chateau de Scans, but I don't oh. know if we need to because everybody always talks about them. Yeah. There was a time when it was you could you couldn't find it. I mean it was it yeah. was it was hard to find, but now you can and uh and I see it a lot on a lot of um mm-hmm. wine lists around, which is nice cuz you know that's always done well. It's mm-hmm. it's consistent. Um you're talking about celebrities getting into the the wine business and rosé. Bon Jovi had partnered with um uh, Gerard Bertrand oh, yeah? and diving into Hampton Waters. Oh yeah, um, Hampton Water. Your Hampton Water. I or, saw that listed yes. in a few places. I went and... to the um, the release party for that in South Beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kind of fun. Yeah, it sounded like it would be. Yeah, they were, it was, was Bon Jovi there. Yep, I could totally see Bon Jovi hanging out with Gerard Bertrand. Yeah. I I got to interview Gerard Bertrand. I know. We and, love that. Uh, he's a tall drink of water. <laughs> so anyway, we digress. He sounds, well, happy Valentine's Day, yes. Gina. <laughs> anyway, enjoy your Valentine's Day. There are 12 suggestions which we will list in the um, the text that we will put with this podcast. So you can quickly and easily find what it is we've been talking about. 12 different rosés for a bouquet of rosés for your Valentine's Day. That's right. And just... Make sure you uh, enjoy Valentine's Day with whoever you love. Whoever you love. or Even if it's just yourself. Yeah, you love yourself. Even if, That's yeah. the most important person to love right there. First before anything else. Exactly. Anyway, Great Minds is produced at WGCU Studios on FGCU campus in Fort Myers, Florida. Our producer for online media is Tara Calligan. Great Minds theme music is from Kansas City band Victor and Penny. The song is You'd Be So Nice to Come Home To by Cole Porter. To get in touch, check us out at greatminds.org. For Julie Glenn, I'm Gina Birch. Thanks for listening. Happy Valentine's Day. Chilled by the winter Under an August moon burning above You'd be so 